back for another edition of Lunch with Spencer and Jeff. I'm your host, Spencer Turkin. Jeff Mills not with us today in Charlotte, but instead we have Wes Durham, newest member of the ACC Network, getting ready to launch August 22nd. Wes, always appreciate the time. Spencer, thank you. Uh, fun to be here. Sorry we're missing Jeff. Jeff back in Greensboro, couldn't make it down for uh, ACC Media Days. So quite the event here today able to really see what the ACC network is going to be all about you've been in a lot of the meetings you've seen this thing pretty much start from the ground floor what has it been like uh, to be a part of this pretty fast moving uh, more than anything else I tell you what you really you're really impressed at least I am Uh, you feel fortunate uh, to be a part of a team with a lot of great people leading uh, Roz Durant, Stacy McCollum, Amy Rosenfeld been just tremendous. Aaron Katzman, who's coordinating all the studio stuff. Uh, Drew Brooks is going to be our show producer on Packer and Durham. He's been tremendous. Josh Macri is going to be involved. But you really realize how, how much investment's going on. The, the second part that, that really takes you back is the institutional investment. Uh, and I think Amy spoke today about that. The 15 schools have really, really done a remarkable job gearing up from their part, the landscape that they've committed uh, with these facilities. And that, I think, Spencer, to be honest with you, is going to be one of the real differences in the launch of this network. Will it reduce the turbulence? Sure, let's hope so. But, I mean, there are always going to be bumps when you do something for the first time. And But I'm also excited to be part of this team. We've spent the last 24, 36 hours kind of getting to know each other a little bit and comparing notes, and you know whether it's Dowling Cuff and Jordan Cornette who are going to be involved in studio shows and obviously in basketball or if it's, you know, Roddy Jones and Eric Wood who are going to do games with me or Tim and Matt Hasselbeck and uh, guys like Mark Herslick and things like that. It's just been really fun to kind of get involved with these guys and sit down and compare some notes and, and talk about maybe what we want to try and accomplish here. Well, big investment also on the part of the network in Mark Packer's basement, <laughs> uh, which is going to be your yeah. new office. Uh, yeah. What is it going to be like to uh, broadcast from your partner's basement? Well, we've actually done two Sirius XM shows this week from the basement under construction, which has kind of been interesting. You don't need a hard hat or a, you know, one of those le- neon green vests yet. Um, you know, they've done a, a, an amazing job trying to get this thing converted. And it's been fun to watch, but at the same time, Mark's having to send pictures to people to kind of say, okay, here's what happened today, here's what happened, that kind of thing. And, and to be honest with you, from that aspect, it's been okay. Uh, you know, but really the closer we get, it will be the difference. I mean, you know, what happens in the next two weeks? What happens two weeks after that? And, you know, two weeks after that, we'll be awfully close to launch date. So when we get to that, that juncture of this, I think that's when it'll hit. Right now, there are a lot of things that are kind of out there, and you're starting to reel them in. And, and as we get closer next week, some of us will be back here in Charlotte for a, for a two-day deal, and then the following week we'll be back again for a two-day deal And then after that is when the routine will start to kind of play itself out. So right here on Lunch with Spencer and Jeff, we need a live leak. One item that has not been told to anybody else that's going to be located in the basement. Um, ooh. (laughs) Let's see. That I can confirm. I don't know that I can confirm anything. Okay. I will say this. You have a wish list. Uh, no, not necessarily. I have a couple things that are going to be potential things, and Mark has a couple things that are going to be potential things. But let me also say this, too, and, and we've actually done this on our uh, ACC Central show because I think it's it's been kind of fun to to kind of do. If they're fans, I, I will tell you this. Okay, you'll like this, and people in Greensboro like this. Um, believe it or not, we play sale with the pile at the top of the 8 o'clock hour on the Central every day, okay, because that's – kind of where we came from the pilot life jefferson pilot you know that type deal 
Um, and we got sent on Twitter, oh, God, three, four months ago, a picture of a mini, uh, bank that was the pilot, you know, the sailor with the pilot deal. And then Mark, about eight weeks ago, six weeks ago, a box showed up at Mark's house, and it was one of those banks. Wow. That's going to be on the set. That's cool. I can tell you that the sale with the pilot bank is going to be on the set. That's really cool. Because the people that know know, and those that don't know, they'll, well, why is there a pilot on the <laughs> – But everybody the old who – old school ACC. Old school. And know. that's the thing that we kind of take uh, pride in and take personal in some respects is that we want to be able to not only to represent all 15 schools in the ACC, 14 obviously playing football, um, but we want to also be able to represent the history of the league. We feel fortunate that we kind of live some of that history of the league, grew up around the league type deal. And so that's going to be a part of who we are too. How's the move to Charlotte been going for you? I know <laughs> that you, you had to just kind of pack up and, and head up this way. You're moving well, back to North Carolina. Well, in, in some respects, yes. Uh, we're going to maintain residence in both areas. I mean, we've, uh, I've been in Atlanta since 1995. My wife grew up in Atlanta and grew up in Cartersville specifically, and we now live in Cartersville. Um, so it's important to us to, to maintain presence there. And uh, she's excited about coming back up. She was with me this past weekend, kind of setting up shop and things like that. And, you know, we've rented an apartment here. We're excited to be back in this area. Uh, I've never lived here. I haven't lived in North Carolina since I graduated college in 88. Um, and, and being in this area in particular is going to be unique for me. But, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's something that we're really looking forward to. Um, I have kids from my first marriage. My twins are rising senior, rising junior in college. And, uh, and they're excited about it, too. And they'll stop by from time to time and that kind of thing. But it'll be nice to be in this area. Uh, I've been contacted on social media by several people I either went to college or high school with or friends of friends type thing. So that's going to be fun, too. Uh, how are you going to be able to balance – the Falcons and all your new ACC network carefully. Uh, that's the easiest answer yeah. I can give you. Um, fortunately, the support from that organization, the team itself, has been always incredible. Dave Archer and I, who do we do the games together and have for 15 years, this will be 16. Uh, Mr. Blank and Rich McKay and those people have just been unbelievable. I will only be doing the games, um, you know, and it's different, obviously, but. Gene Deckerhoff has paved a great path. He lives in Tallahassee and does Tampa Bay and finds a way to make it work. And really the support you get from both entities. ESPN really deserves a lot of credit here, Spencer. They were the first people in when they approached uh, my agent about doing this job for the network. Uh, they said, hey, look, we want Wes to keep doing the ACC or we'll keep doing the Falcons and do the ACC network and be a part of this show. And the Falcon organization themselves have always been incredibly supportive. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to having season number 16, and, and we'll see how it goes. Will it be easy? No, but it hasn't been easy to do the 15 years before. You just have to do a lot of planning and a little bit of logistics hoop jumping every once in a while. What does it mean to you that the league and ESPN approached you from the beginning, uh, you and Mark, really, to well, be a big part of this? It's, uh, it's humbling. It's, uh, I feel very blessed to be included in something like this. Um, also means I'm kind of getting old. <laughs> I mean, I'll be 54 in January. Uh, Mark and I both talk about that, though, that, you know, they've entrusted guys who grew up around this league, whose dads were, you know, heavily involved in this league and, and kind of the history that it carved out. Uh, that does mean something to us, and, and we take it serious um, because 
they wouldn't have asked us if we hadn't done it the right way, I guess, on radio the last 16 months with SiriusXM. And, um, you know, hopefully we're going to convey that when we do the show. We're going to have some laughs. We're going to have fun. Who knows who walks through the door of the basement to come through. I mean, literally, you'll be able to knock. It might be Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Somebody <laughs> knocks on the door, and all of a sudden, Breakfast in, is there. in walks David Cutcliffe. <laughs> I mean, who knows? In walks Tom Luganbill. We're going to try and prevent that, though. Um, you know, Ryan McGee may walk in. Uh, uh-oh, that's I mean, trouble. Yeah, it could be real trouble. So, you know, it's it's going to be fun, and, and that's the number one thing we're going to do is have fun. We're going to tell some stories. We're going to have a lot of guests, do some features, things like that, talk about ball. But we're also going to every once in a while talk about history, and that stuff's fun too. So we'll see how that goes. This network, uh, the last of the, the major networks here that's really going to – take a hold the, the big 12 is kind of they're kind of stuck in their way with the longhorn network and whatnot it doesn't look like they're gonna be able to get some kind of network done for them so this is going to be the last of the major conference networks what do you think the acc has learned from the pac-12 most specifically but even the big 10 and the sec with their success and maybe the pac-12's failures to have a successful and smooth launch i think the innovation piece of it is number one i think the other part too and i'm nowhere near an expert in this okay but when they launched the SEC six years ago, the portability of streaming was not as available as it is today, right? Um, a lot of us don't have cable anymore. Some of us are streaming households. Some of us are, you know, people that just stream and carry it around with us. I mean, you know, that stat I got a couple of years ago, Spencer, still rings in my head. Two-thirds of America watches live sports with a second screen. I mean, it's... I don't, know, I don't know how else to tell you. I mean, um, you know, and then there's still the grassroots aspect of this. I mean, my mom calls her cable operator every day to say she wants the ACC network. God love her. Um, they haven't blocked her phone yet. No, heck no. <laughs> she, Miss Jean, she's ready to ride now. Um, the, uh, I, I, think that, I think that's the part of the network that's going to be the most interesting. And, again, I'll go back to Roz Durant and Stacey McCollum and Amy Rosenfeld. Leadership is critical here. I had an opportunity to meet Connor Shell a couple weeks ago in Winston-Salem at the NSMA, and we talked for a few minutes. And he pointed right away to the innovation side of this, along with storytelling. Look, there we all know the marquee football and basketball players of this league. I mean, we grew up. I grew up telling you about David Thompson and Lynn Chapel and you know Bobby Verga and you know Randy Denton and Mike Lewis and Duke and Lenny Rosenbluth and Charlie Scott and Larry Miller and York Larisi and you know guys that played at NC State from Al Hartley all the way to Hawkeye Whitney, right? But Gina Beasley played basketball at NC State. She was a phenomenal women's player, right? Uh, there have been baseball players at Carolina. There have been baseball players at Duke. There have been you know, lacrosse players, runners, long-distance runners, uh, field hockey players, soccer. soccer players. I mean, we've missed so much. And it's, it's really kind of our obligation as a network now to find ways to tell those stories. I think Lars Tiffany at the University of Virginia is writing one of the most amazing stories in lacrosse right now. And uh, they capped it with a national championship this year. I He's been a very, very popular guest on our SiriusXM show. Lars Tiffany deserves to be a big part of this network just because of the story he's been able to tell. And they've been building that thing up at UVA for years now. I mean, T. Warden trophy winner after T. Warden trophy winner. Yeah, but but see, that same story is at BC. That same story is at, well, Jennifer Cupcho. I mean, at Wake Forest. Right, right. I mean, the five I like, Carolina soccer players playing for the U.S. I like, yeah, I mean, right. I like women's golf. I like golf, period. Jennifer Cupcho is an amazing talent. 
Um, but it wasn't until the Augusta Women's National Amateur that America knew who Jennifer Cupcho was. Are, are you signing up to be the voice of ACC golf on the ACC <laughs> Network? Are you going to try I, and get that done? I, I'm not. 18th hole perch? Dude, I let me tell you now. <laughs> I have two or three bucket list things I have yet to accomplish in my career. And doing golf is one of them. All right. If I could have the 16th or the 17th. No, I don't know about that. Well, let me tell you. Do you know who played golf at Clemson? Mark Packer. Mark Packer was on the golf team at Clemson. And don't think we haven't dropped a hint or two along the way. Hey, we'd really like to do the golf tournament. That'd be real. Old North State Club, best three finishing holes in the state of North Carolina, 16, 17, 18, the par five. Oh, give me the tower. Are you kidding? Hello, friends. <laughs> the Whispering in the Pines. That'd be pretty amazing. Sunday at the Old North State Club. Come on. I mean, really? I'd be You're awesome. Oh, uh, Jim, Jim so Nance. You sent in your, your demo tape already. Jim Nance has me. been on our show like three times on the Central. And when he comes on the last time, Pac started in with the Whispering Pines. I'm like, really? Here we go. So I would love to. That'd be fun. Be fun to do golf. Uh, you mentioned your mother uh, in the last answer you gave, and I, I wrote the story about what you've been doing oh, yeah. to your father um, with wearing certain items of his, uh, the lapel mm-hmm. pin, a tie, uh, pocket square, or whatever it's been. And, and really what I wrote in the story was that it was your mother's idea when she started it at the uh, memorial service. Right. And she didn't really know that you were going to do that and continue it from then. But yeah. uh, I, I, since that that's been written what, what's the reception that you've gotten from oh my, that and what you've been doing well, to first of all a lot father. of people read what you wrote i mean a lot of people read it because i had a lot of people uh who came back to me via social media and i had the commissioner stop me last night here and you know he, his relationship with my dad was fantastic right. and he spoke that day at the memorial service as well and um it was really cool uh that it's it's something that people recognize uh today i wore the lapel pin in the pocket square um, and I nod. It's a nod to my dad. I'll tell people. I mean, I had it today. Somebody said, is that your dad's? I went, absolutely, because this is a day he would have liked. He would have been – this would have been cool for him that his son's involved or, heck, he would have been involved. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing that would have thrilled him. So, uh, yeah, and I, and like I told you for the story, I, I still haven't really decided. I'm probably going to do it. Uh, my wife, Vicki, has been unbelievable. She really has encouraged me to do it. She thinks it's important to do it the first year. Um, you know, Billy and Woody are big parts of what Packer and Durham are going to be uh, in more ways than one. And so uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see kind of how we uh, take shape with it. The, the lapel pin is the most interesting story. Yeah. And I didn't get to put this in the, in the piece that I wrote. But it, it's kind of this thing that was found, and there's no real rhyme or reason as to how it became part of Woody's repertoire. Well, I will tell you the one story is that uh, my dad used to wear a little Tar Heel foot <laughs> lapel pin, and he wore it for a long time until he got on an elevator one time. And uh, some lady, he went down a couple floors, a lady got on the elevator, and she looked at his lapel pin, and she kind of stared at it, and she said, Are you here for a podiatry convention? <laughs> and <laughs> my dad was just, No, ma'am, I'm... I'm with the University of North Carolina. It's only my dad can say it. My brother cracks up at the story. And so he, not long after, they quit wearing it. And then all of a sudden, the microphone showed up. And it was the only one I've ever seen. And I, I don't know the history of it, but he had it. And so when he passed away, 
Um, he had a box of rings and all sorts of things that my mom was moving to a safe deposit box and things. And I was going through and I saw a little pelpin and I thought, you know what, I've got a chance to be on TV and I can take a little bit of him with me. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what I've done. That's the piece that got our conversation started yeah. about it uh, at NSMA weekend, which yeah. uh, you hosted this year. What was yeah. it like uh, yeah. to host? Ryan to- McGee gets that job back. <laughs> I texted him right after the event was over. I said, congratulations, you're back next year. Uh, what is what is it like to be so involved in that weekend, and, and what does it really mean to be to be the host of the weekend that we honor each other? Well, to me, um, again, it's a little emotional. It's like doing this because – in 1987, I went to that event, you know, with my mom and dad. I went to the awards program. And you've probably heard me tell this story, but in 35 minutes, I met Jim McKay, Al Michaels, Will Grimsley, and Frank DeFord. And Al Michaels told me to be an accountant. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I really want to be in this business. I was getting ready to go to my senior year at Elon. And um, he uh, he laughed. He said, oh, I'm kidding. Good luck. You know, whatever. And five or six years ago, he's doing Sunday Night Football. And we ended up talking at the Georgia Dome. And I said, by the way, we met in 1987 at the NSSA. He goes, Salisbury, North Carolina. Yeah, my dad won for North Carolina. You won the national award. And you told me to be an accountant. He said, see, I told you you'd make more money. Uh, But that that event really has – and I've been fortunate to win 11 times in Georgia. Um, And I cherish and value that. And the reason I do is because my dad. My dad won 13 times in North Carolina. It meant something. My mom and dad had great friendships in Salisbury, and they were proud of the organization. Um, you know, look, I, Spencer, one thing about this business is I value my friendships in this business. One of my best friends for 35 years has been Stan Cotton, the voice of the Demon Deacons at Wake. Um, you know, and my dad valued friendships he had in this business. Johnny Holiday at Maryland. Jim Phillips, the late Jim Phillips at Clemson, Don Fisher at Indiana. Um, you know, and now some of those guys are my good friends. And so I enjoy, as much as I enjoy renewing ties with Don Fisher at Indiana, Matt LaPay at Wisconsin, guys like that, Eric Reed of the Miami Heat's become a friend. Uh, I've enjoyed getting to know, you know, Brendan Gullick, who works in the Cleveland area, guys like that. I, I think this is a pay-it-forward business. It's a competitive business, but it's a pay-it-forward business. And I'm one of the things that I'm proud of Dave Gorn and proud of that board in Winston-Salem is they want to develop that side of it. And I think it's important, and I think that's part of the reason it's in Winston-Salem. I think it's part of the reason it's been successful the last three years since it moved there. Well, uh, we've talked plenty about the network and, and sports broadcasting, so now we get to the fun part. That's the food part. Hey, you so. mean Packer on here before me. <laughs> you better get Mark Packer on this before you get – I mean, we're gonna, you're gonna get pack on here. At some you're point. gonna get pack on here, and you better carve out a half hour for this. I, I'm I'm good with that. Okay. And I saw he was just in Europe, so I'm sure he. Oh, dude, he's his way through Europe. You have no idea. It'll be it'll be epic. Awesome. You guys will end up going places you never thought you'd go. I'm in. Now for me, it'll be pretty limited, but let's go. I mean, I just got to know if I get the invite to the under construction basement or if no, I get the not, finished. Nobody's seeing basement. it before launch. <laughs> so, you get to travel a lot for right. for work. Uh, are there any? Restaurants that are must sit in on the road have to go to this place when I'm in that city. Well, I think every city in the ACC has something, okay? I think there's always, you know, whether it's a smoking pig at Clemson, everybody's got to go there. Um, when I go to Raleigh to do NC State or to Duke or to Carolina, that's more like going home for me. So, you know, there are a couple places in and around where my mom lives and my parents live that. 
you know, I want to get done, or I may drive over to see my brother at Elon or, you know, friends that I went to high school with at Apex or whatever the case may be. So, really, I take all those out of play. Um, the <laughs> Charlottesville, there are plenty of places to go in Charlottesville. There's one place in Charlottesville that's historic, and that's the Aberdeen Barn. People ought to go there simply because the Aberdeen Barn has been there since the 60s. There are old black and white photos of Virginia football and basketball players on the wall. I think that's pretty neat. Um, Syracuse is known uh, really as an Italian place. Uh, Grimaldi's is one of the old Italian restaurants in there. Now, I'm going to say something on the podcast that, you know, principally is for the Greensboro folks. Cindy, who runs Possibilities, oh, yeah. there is a Possibilities in Syracuse. It's a different Possibilities, but it's pretty good. And it's downtown, uh, but it's not Cindy's Possibilities. So, Cindy, don't, don't get mad at me. <laughs> We've um, had Possibilities on the podcast before. Yeah. So. Boston, uh, man, you can go anywhere in Boston. Yeah. I'm a big Abe and Louis guy. So am I. Abe and Louis Steakhouse, downtown off Com Ave. I love that. I uh, love going to the Back Bay to eat seafood yep. in Boston. Uh, Notre Dame. I've only been to Notre Dame a couple different times for basketball. Pittsburgh, love Pittsburgh. James Bates, when we were doing football last year, found some Thai place in Pittsburgh. Interesting. Thai. Everybody keeps telling me that Thai food in Pittsburgh is really good. It was interesting. Uh, didn't expect it. Permani Brothers is a must. Always. So Got to um, get the French fries and the coleslaw. Yeah, you might as well. Jason Cable, by the way, who's an assistant to his brother there, had never been to Permani Brothers until like last March, a year ago, when we did a game right before he went to coach there with his brother. And I'm like, dude, how have you been here and never had Permani Brothers? So when I used to drive from New York to Illinois when I was going to college, we used to stop in Pittsburgh on the way just to get sandwiches and then keep going. That's how do you not stop? Exactly. I don't know how Jason ever did that. Um, Louisville, Jeff Ruby's is dynamic. Jeff Ruby's might be one of the best meals I've ever had. It's in Louisville. It's a great steak place. Tremendous. Louisville's really good food city, by the way. So um, Tallahassee couple different places uh there's a campus place called spirit that's really not that bad uh s-p-e-a-r it like you think um coral gables miami dude you you can go anywhere yeah uh the cuban food needless to say is tremendous um so it's it's a great league to travel in i i you know i feel really fortunate to uh to be part of it it's it's cool to to be able to go to all these different venues and experience these campus sites. So when you come back to Greensboro this year for the ACC tournament, <laughs> what's going to be your spot? Um, I mean, obviously everybody runs across the street to go to Stamies. That's like tradition. You know, I, and, and here's the funny thing about me. My grandfather uh, lived in Winston-Salem. My mom's from Winston-Salem. Spent a lot of time with my grandparents there as a kid growing up. So my grandfather educated me to Western. So I'm a Smart straight, man. straight guy. I'm straight out on the west side doing barbecue. So uh, Packer and I had the Lexington barbecue discussion a lot, and he took me to a place that was highly regarded here the other day, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. So I, Stamey's is fine. I'm, a, I'm an LBC guy through and through. So that's – The honey I, monk. I may, I may run down there to get the, the, the chop plate and get the wax pies, the wax paper pies and the whole bit, but that's what you do, and um, – you know, I like going to having quote barbecue in Texas and Missouri, but it's different. And so, uh, but I, I enjoy coming. To, I'm going to go to Possibilities now. I'm going to take people from ESPN to Possibilities Have because to. Cindy and those guys are phenomenal. It's an ACC staple. It is Has absolutely. So, Wes, appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Good luck to you and the rest of the guys and gals over at uh, ACC Network. We're rooting for you, and we're looking forward to August 22nd, uh, 7 p.m. Thanks, Spencer.